Have you ever wondered what makes bodies tick? Are you creating the sexual reality you desire and require? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? What if your fantasies are not as strange as you thought they were? What if you could learn to be kinder to your body and kinder to others' bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life, or lack of it, affected other areas of your life? Have you lost your mojo and wondered where to find it? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Melitza Yelenich. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich. Uh, as the intro was running, I was thinking, geez, this show should really be on my friend Petrina Fava's show, Messy Adventures in Living, because... You know, how did you get so anal? Could definitely go to both categories. I gotta let her know that because maybe I'll I'll go on her show. <laughs> so, um, for those of you who are brand new to A to Zen, welcome. Um, we have a lot of cool shows on the station. Um, you name it, every topic you can imagine, and. Um, we're always like super grateful for listeners. And if you love listening to our shows and you think, oh my gosh, I would love to host my own show, um, that's cool. You can always contact me on Facebook and I'll put you to, through to the rut peeps for that. So how fun would it be? You, you could have a show right before me or something. So how's it getting any better than that? So one of the um, things that I love to do on this planet is I love to touch bodies and I love to work with bodies. And one of the greatest pleasures I get is actually working with bodies um, and having a person get off my massage table and go, wow, that thing that I had for like 20 years is like gone. Whether it's an emotional something or a physical something, um, I just love the response I get from people. And and sometimes they give me these looks like this whole thing must be crazy because how did you just pull that magic off? Um, and I, I do get that there is like a magic that that shows up when people are willing to be vulnerable, when they're willing to play with bodies in a way that is curious instead of like knowing the answer to everything, which doesn't always create the most um, for bodies or for ease. So, you know, for me, sex and copulation is just kind of like exactly the same energy as uh, what I do with sessions. Um, I know, funny, right? Like, how do I compare those? Does that make me a prostitute? Whatever you want to think, go ahead. Um, literally, for me, copulation is the same in that, you know, uh, if I'm having fun and playing with a body, uh, having sex, um, you know, with a lover, with my lover, then I would like to go and have him get up off the bed and go, wow, that was like, that was really great. My body feels great and awesome, and so does my body feel great and awesome. And, and there's so much of a gift that we can be to each other when we when we actually start to get that not only is sex like a great physical activity, you know, increase your blood flow, you can get some cardio activity going on, you know, maybe even, you know, if you're going for like extended uh, sessions, you could have, you know, increase your muscle mass, you know, there's so many things you can gain from this, it's like a workout, right? So, uh, you know, sex, there can be so much that's a gift on the physical level. And what else is is uh, possible for us um, 
on the energetic level, we can have so much be freed up as well. So what um, what I like to talk about on this show really is so many layers of where we have judgment that's actually stopping us from perceiving and receiving more pleasure and joy in our bodies in our life. And, you know, I like to speak to a lot of the topics that are sort of taboo with people or people don't really want to talk about or topics you might only hear about or talk about um with your lover or maybe topics you're too afraid to talk about with your lover. So tonight's topic, how did you end up so anal, is going to be an entire hour dedicated to anal sex. If some of you are thinking, how is this woman going to actually fill up an hour of anal sex? I'd love to know. Well, we'll find out. We actually have a caller, which is amazing. I love having callers online. So, um, Jewel, if you'd like to ask a question, I would love to chat. Okay. Um, can you hear me? I can. How are you? Oh, okay. Um, Milica, I'm okay. I never say your name right, though. Um, That's okay. <laughs> okay, well, when... um. Ever, you know, I had, like, uh, anal sex. It always, not always, but um, a lot of times it just felt um, yucky. Like, you know, it felt like a violation. So is that a judgment on my part, that it was, that it felt like a violation? So um, I would say, what are you aware of? Like, what is your body aware of? Um, truth be told, not a lot of people are very kind with sex in general, and not a lot of people are very kind with anal sex in particular. Um, a lot of people do this thing where they kind of uh, watch a lot of porn, and they try and mimic the porn stars. But what they're not getting is all the prep work behind the scenes that porn stars are doing. So, Truth, Jewel, like how aware are you of kindness to bodies and unkindness to bodies and what really was your body getting there? Was it kind or unkind? It wasn't very kind. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So one of the questions I like to like ask before, like even playing with my love or even I'm married, right? And before I ask, you know, is this, is this going to be kind to my body? Because sometimes, you know, I'm like a crotch tripper of magnitude and, um, I was just telling Rhonda before the show started, it's like my husband came in today after like doing a bunch of stuff and he was, he was covered in, uh, insulation and I was like, uh, he started taking his clothes off and I just wanted to jump him. He's like, no, I have insulation. And he was actually more concerned about the kindness to my body than I was. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. Thank you for your awareness. Like, so, so so many times we're not even willing to be kind to our own bodies, too. Um, we're just like, okay, if you want to do this, I guess I'll comply. So really asking, will this be kind to my body? Um, and and sometimes, you know, even when we're trying to be super conscious, we forget to ask that question. So practicing it a lot is great. Will this be kind to my body? Whatever it is, even if it's food, but anal sex in particular, will this be kind to my body? So, yeah, so maybe next time asking that, if that's something you're going to choose in the future is to ask that. Because even like vaginal penetration can almost come across violent too if there hasn't been any stimulation, if if you don't have enough lubrication going on. It can feel like really rough and not fun, right? So 
same deal with anal sex. Like there are a lot of things that are required and I'm going to kind of talk about some, some real, um, real key things to like bring into the equation because it's not just like penis enter anus. There's like a lot of prep work that's required for a body. Because our bodies are normally not used to putting things in the anus. They're used to like it's a sphincter that pushes things out. So there are actually prep things to actually do for your body to receive it. So yeah, I hope you like stick around, Jewel, to listen because I'm going to talk about that um, a lot more. Okay, thank you. Awesome, you're welcome. Thank you for calling in. Okay, bye-bye. So, um, like, that was a great question from Jewel because there's so many people who have had um, anal intercourse and it's been really not kind to their bodies and it's it's actually been stressful. And if you are not prepping your body properly for it, you can end up having... Um, rips and tears in your anus it's a very sensitive uh, area of the body and that is like you know something to be aware of it's not just something that you've watched on a porn video or something and you think oh yes I can do this because you know I saw that guy do it and he just you know bent her over and put it in well he didn't actually there's a lot more to it so um, key number one thing is that your anus actually does not create its own lubricant um, normally. So one of the things to be aware of is that a vagina does create lubricant when it's been stimulated. Um, you know, whether you stimulate your clitoris to get your, you know, your vagina um, lubricated, but your anus does not create its own lubricant. So, what is going to be required? So there's a few things. There's a few ways to pull off getting lubricant to your anus. Like, you know, some some guys go hardcore and they're just like, you know, spit on the penis. Like, that's their thing. They're like, you know, spit in the hand, spit to the penis, let's go for it. Like, And for some people, that really works because it's kind of a turn-on. Like, for some people, saliva is a real turn-on. So if that's a real turn-on, go for it. Please be aware, though, that our mouth saliva carries a lot of bacteria. So if you haven't literally, like, just brushed your teeth, uh, if you and I'm just giving you guys this as information, not to scare the pants off of you, but, like, for example, if you, um, if you just gave a woman oral sex and say she's carrying um, maybe a yeast infection uh, or something, but it may be mild, so you're not noticing it, but you can actually take those... Um, you know, some of that fungus, and then you can transfer it to other parts of her body. So I really encourage you to, um, you know, use like antibacterial scopes or something like that, like something in that's going to actually kill the bacteria in your mouth um, before and switching back and forth. Like if you're going from the anus to the vagina, you can take the bacteria from the anus and put it in the vagina, I really strongly encourage you to not do that. So if you're going to do any order of, of sex, if there's going to be an order, please like insert penis into vagina before you insert penis into anus. Because there can be there can be this transfer of bacteria and funguses. And guys, I don't even want to get into the grossness of it, but most people have parasites too. You can transfer parasites from the anus to the vagina. So please be aware of that. Like you really don't want to have pinworm in your crotch. Just saying, like that's not a cool thing. 
Um, and I'd say most of society does have that going on. So please be aware of the physiology of your body. Like be aware of what actually goes on uh, and what's actually exiting your anus because you, you want to know that um, this, you know, having this area as clean as possible before having it penetrated is pretty good idea. Um, just saying, you know, just something to be aware of for hygiene purposes. I'm not like the queen of sterility. I'm just like you to be aware. So, woohoo. <laughs> so, this is really funny. I have the there's a comment in in the chat room that says I feel like I jumped into the advanced class when I'm really in kindergarten. That's awesome. Thank you for that. Kind of you kind of did. Welcome. So, um so um, I got a few minutes left and I just want to talk about the hygiene aspect of anal sex because so for one please do, you know, wash up beforehand. Um, usually, anal sex isn't something that occurs on the fly. Usually, um, when people are kind in relationship and with each other, there will be some kind of hint or communication, conversation that occurs before you actually show up at the location where the anal sex is taking place. You know, back alley, back at the car, bedroom, boathouse, wherever you're going. Um, and I am so, so anal retentive about the whole <laughs> hygiene part, but please be aware of the anal hygiene. So wherever you're going, you know, wash up that anus because it's, you know, it's going to carry all kinds of stuff. And plus, it's just way more pleasant for everybody involved, especially if you are a person who's highly aware of smells and it gets you like triggered into going, oh, my God, I just smelled poop and you're like freaking out and then you're turned off and then he's turned off and the whole thing just goes to poop, right? literally, right? Nobody wants that. So wash it up. Um, there are actually enemas that you can get. A lot of them have been brought out by the gay community. So thank you, gay community. Uh, gay men um, are really smart about anal sex. They've been doing this for a long time. So have... Uh, you know, so-called straight men with women, but they're, you know, maybe not as wise to the ways. So let's take a little tip from um, our gay male friends out there who would totally encourage you to do the enema before you actually approach uh, anal sex. So where do you get these enemas? You can get them at, like, the local... I was going to say the local grocery or hardware store, but that's not at all where you're going to get them. I don't know what I just devised in my head. It's kind of like one of those things that, you know, when you go to, you know, one of those parties when you're like 16 and you chug a lug and you get that that giant bottle and you're chugging it down your throat. You're not going to do that. That's not the enema I'm encouraging you to do. It's not like a five liter liquid enema. Um, if you are into colonics, that's one way to do it. You know, colonics is a great way to actually clean out uh, your whole colon, right? So the possibility of having like explosive poop on somebody is a lot less uh, than than if you don't. So, um, so yes, enemas you can get them at your local pharmacy, not your necessarily grocery store or hardware store, and also. Um, you can also, in fact, get, I'm now laughing at myself because I can't get the picture of the hardware store out of my head. Wow, what is that? Um, and also sex uh, sex 
uh, shops, you know, um, especially ones that are geared towards gay men, they're going to have a lot more availability of different enemas. Um, you can get them reusable. You can get them that are not reusable. Heck, I had a friend in our 20s who had anal sex with her husband whenever she was menstruating, and they had a turkey baster under their bathroom sink that I accidentally discovered one day because I used their private bathroom that I normally didn't use. And I was like, hey, what you got a turkey baster in here for? And she was like, oh, you know, when for when you do anal. I was like, what? I I didn't know, know that. So she she gave me the little first uh, hand education into that. Yes, doing an enema is a really good idea. So thank you to my friend on that. I won't name her name in case she ever listens to this in the future, um, because it may be like, what the heck? So yes, please clean your area. I realized I totally just went through the break. So that that whole hygiene talk took a little longer than I was expecting. So. I apologize to the producers, but we're actually going to go to break now. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the fun and excitement of anal sex. Yay! Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S., Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at A2Zen.FM. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host Melitza Yelenich, and tonight our topic is how did you end up so anal? So... 
how did you? I don't know. This is crazy. Oh, good times. So one of the things about the body, and let's just like get down to the the basics of the anatomy, right? So your your anus, again, not uh, Saturn or anything like that, but your anus in particular has so so many multiple nerve endings right at the entrance of it, just like your vagina has so many nerve endings at at the uh, opening of it, just like a penis has tons of nerve endings of it, on it as well. So one of the things about the nerve endings of of the anus is that it's actually meant to push things out. It's, it's not actually designed to have things enter inside of it. So the first response, body response that an anus has is to literally push out whenever something tries to go in. So... Here's a little key tip for anybody who has never had anal before and for guys who think that they are stellar, wicked awesome at it. And um, I think every guy under the sun on Facebook writes to me about their desire for anal intercourse, which is great. I'm happy for you guys. <laughs> so for anybody listening who, you know, you know, there's some like some guys that are like in their 20s who've never tried it before. Here's a little tip, guys, just to make it so that girls actually want to keep coming back is, or boys, whatever, whatever works for you, is that if you actually, um, you know, begin, for, first of all, let's begin slow. Got to actually get the body turned on. So it's not something like the woman walks in the door, she's had like a long day of work, and you're like, honey, let's have some anal sex. Like, not really so much. You know, your body could be turned on. Like if she's been masturbating the whole way home and her body's turned on and she's like, bring her. That's another story. So have a turned on body. That can really help. So if the body isn't turned on, please turn on the body. Now, how do you turn on a body? Uh, you can stroke it. You can touch it. You can massage her bum. I mean, that kind of gets a bum kind of excited. Like, oh, you're touching me. Oh, I want to go there. Um, you know, you can literally like massage the bum cheeks if you like. You can, uh, you know, touch the back. You can touch all kinds of parts of the body, but please stimulate and turn on the body before you go penetrating an anus with anything, whether it's a finger, a toy, or a penis, um, or whatever other interesting objects people like to put up in them because I have lots of friends who are nurses and have told me that people do interesting things like objects you can't even imagine going into anuses. I'll just leave it at that. So that's for a whole other topic. Things you should not stick in your body. But that's like that would be a two-day lecture because people do weird things just in case. Let's try. Let's see what happens with this. You know, hot irons, blah, blah, blah. People are weird. Okay. Uh, off that topic now, because that's a total side note. So let's turn on the body. Now, a few things. We talked about the anus does not get lubricated. So how are you going to get that anus lubricated to get anything in there? So get the body turned on enough for the body to kind of go, ooh, yes. Now, the really cool thing about uh, when a woman's body is turned on now, I don't know if this is true for men's, but I think it could be. So when a body is turned on and say it's already had orgasms, what will start to happen is that just like a beautiful flower, the anus will actually like open up a little. It kind of relaxes. So 
you know, for people who are really good at perceiving like slight adjustments and movements in bodies, you might go, oh, wow, look, that anus just like, it opened up just like a little flower. Look at that. So then you go in for, okay, cool. The anus is now a little opened up. The body's been turned on. We've got the anus is opened up. Awesome. Now what? Don't shove stuff in yet, okay? Not yet. Get a little more action going. So now what you're going to do is you're going to want to like massage the sides of the muscles because you'd be surprised at how um, tense muscles in the anus can be. And if, if you were, any of you have ever changed a kid's diaper and went to go wipe their bum, you'll notice that those muscles are super tight. Well, can you imagine another 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years of, um, you know, holding on to whatever and having those muscles get tighter and tighter and tighter. So baby muscles are tight, but you can imagine how tight they can be after years of that, right? So um, you can massage that to kind of allow it to release too. Sometimes uh, women who have given birth, the perineum, that skin between the vaginal opening and the anus, um, sometimes there'll be scar tissue there, Uh like me, for example, when I gave birth to my daughter, I had like 45 stitches. So I, I have a lot of like, it's kind of like Frankensteinish in a way. Just kidding. It's not that bad. <laughs> There's some stitches there. Um, and so scar tissue can actually create a bit of a tightness as well. But if somebody's like really um, got the time and got the know-how, they can actually release it. My Midwives were kind enough to offer to massage me. Well, they've got a lot of midwives. They're just like, sure, I'll massage your perineum in your vagina for you. <sighs> Love my midwives. Anyways, I should just have another kid for that, right? How's it get any better than that? So uh, you can massage that. And so you can start to have it to become more relaxed. So when the body is relaxed, then lubrication, lubrication of any kind. So if she did just have like an orgasm, then you're going to find that like the vagina is already lubricated. So you can either like, you know, use the lubrication from the vagina and like kind of use it on the anus if you like. Um, nice, like natural um, lubrication. Like I was saying before, guys, sometimes like just to use the spit, Go for it, dudes. Use the spit. Um, if you are doing anal with condoms, um, if you listened to the show last week about lubrication, it was a whole show on lubrication, oil, lube, and filter, if you want to listen to it again. Um, we did mention that uh, anyone, any lubricants that are oil-based actually deteriorate condoms. So if that is something you're concerned about and you're using condoms, um, you know, for all great reasons, um, then please use something that has more of a lasting effect, something that's got uh, like a lube that's got um, some really good uh, staying power. A lot of those have silicone. They're like silicone-based lubes. So use a silicone-based lube if you want something that's going to last a little longer and not get as tacky as water-based lubes. So um, there are things that you can use as well that are like numbing creams. Um, if you want to know about numbing creams and you'd like more information, you can contact me because I can hook you up. So numbing creams are something that you can actually use first on the anus to kind of have it so that it's not like in a shock. And then you can lubricate after. You don't have to do the numbing creams. Like really sometimes talking to the body, just communication with the body can actually begin to have it receive more and not have the pain 
So I please, I encourage you to talk to the body. I know it sounds crazy and weird, but even like, hey, anus, how are you doing? Okay, so would you like to play? Okay, and if you get like the, yes, this anus would like to play, okay, cool. What stimulation would you like? Would you like me to stimulate you with my fingers? Would you like a massage? Would you like a little lubrication? Would you like a toy? Would you like a butt plug? Would you like anal beads? Would you like, there's so many things that you can use with the anus that can be a lot of fun. That, um, But please ask that body because everybody's body is different. And it's really key that if you're, you know, in it for the pleasure, that you communicate with that individual's body and that you communicate with your own body. So if you're the giver of the anal, um, communicate with the person receiving it and communicate with your own as well because there might be, you might have thought, yeah, I'm really into this and at some point you're like, yeah, I'm not and you feel obligated to fulfill the person's desire or something because you had a conversation about it. You think you're obligated. No, you can choose in every 10 seconds, even with anal sex. So even if you're just about to like approach the entrance of penetration to the anus, um, you can still ask, hey, would this be easy? Will this be fun? Will my body receive more pleasure than anything ever before? Like ask some questions. And if it all comes up cherries and butter tarts and go, woohoo, go for it. So, and it may be popping a cherry for an anus. You never know. That's just the only reason I mentioned that. So, Get that body ready and then, um, yeah, so start to talk to it. What would it like? What would that body like to receive? Would it like any penetration at all? So we're actually going to head to break in like 10 seconds or so. And when we come back, I'd like to tell you more about actual the penetration of anal sex. Because, you know, can you imagine? I've now talked for half an hour about anal sex, but really if you are going to choose it, Take your time with it, just like I am with this show. So let's head to break, and when we come back, the nitty-gritty of anal sex. How's it get any better than that? Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run, assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. 
Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, And tonight, the topic is, how'd you get end up so anal? So... Before break, we were just kind of talking about the prep work, getting the body ready, getting the lubrication going. So, you know, the main kind of lubrication people tend to use are, you know, spit, uh, vaginal lubrication that kind of slides on up, and silicone-based lube, which would be, I would highly recommend the silicone-based lube just because it's got long-lasting um slipperiness. It's way slipperier than water-based lubrication. So awesome. Now we've got the lubrication going. The anus is opening up like a flower. It's ready to be talked to. It's like, hey, anus, how you doing? Hi, how you doing? There's like a relationship going on. Everybody wants to like chat with each other. You can kind of like hear the music going in the background, right? You can like hear the happening in the background. Awesome. So now you've got the scenario. It's all set up. And now, like, what position would you like to be in? So a few positions get you a different things. Uh, I recommend kind of finding a position that you'd like to be in before you go for the anal penetration because kind of like when you go for the penetration, there's a little bit of a delay and it could kind of get things like stopped for a bit. So pick a position. Um, if you go doggy style with anal sex, you actually get... Um, Physiologically, what happens is the penis will start to hit where the G-spot is. So, you know, if you can, you know, if you can kind of um, be willing to receive that for kind of an extended period of time, you can actually receive G-spot orgasms through anal penetration. How cool is that? Um, it's actually called like a. You can do it as a blended orgasm, or you can do it just as an anal or as an anal penetration orgasm to the vagina. The nerves are all connected, so you know the nerves. It's all like everything's really close in there, right? So, just like the clitoris, um, when you stimulate that through, say, masturbation or whatever your partner's stimulating you or whatever, um, and you have a clitoral orgasm, that orgasm actually contracts your vaginal muscles. So your vaginal muscles can also get contracted from anal sex too and from, of course, vaginal stimulation. So there's lots of ways because all of these nerves, like the nerves in your clitoris can literally go like eight inches deep into your body. Like they go far, right? So um, just be aware that like all these things can play together. So you can have a blended orgasm where uh, there are lots of toys out there that are like you can get two pronged, three pronged um, vibrators, like two pronged ones that can either do anal, vaginal, or they can do clitoral, vaginal. Uh, you know, you can have one toy that's like 
clitoral, vaginal, and then another one that's, you know, just dedicated to the anus. That's cool too. So you can have a lot of uh, activity going on. Um, that's that's one way you can get like a blended orgasm. So in that case, you know, doggy style for the G-spot orgasm. Now, if you go in missionary um, style, you, you actually get to this other, they call it the PS spot. Um, what is that? The PS spot refers to, it's, it's actually, I'm going to give you guys the correct name for this because it has to do with a type of body tissue um, between, so the PS spot, let me get you the exact information here. La, 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 la. The P spot is the perineal sponge and it lies between the vagina and the rectum, just beneath the perineum. It's the band of skin between the vagina, vaginal opening and the anus. And that perineal sponge is a mass of tissue, which means that when it's stimulated, it fills with blood and becomes engorged, just like a man's penis or a woman's clitoris. So for men and women, that area actually becomes engorged and you can get that stimulated the best with missionary style when you're doing anal. So you can also do it with a finger. You can insert your thumb into your vagina and your index finger into your anus. That's another way you can do it. Like your partner can do it to you. I think it's a little tricky. You know, maybe it's not tricky for some people. I think it would be tricky for me. So yes, lots of options, but find a position that works for you because position is going to be something that you kind of um, are in for a while. Uh, well, depends actually, because a lot of guys um, can't really hold back on the orgasm when they go anal. It's like it's, it, the intensity of it is like so much that um, they orgasm really quickly. They actually climax really quickly. The woman climaxes really quickly. So why is that? It's all those nerve endings and everything's being stimulated. It's crazy. So how many fun things can you add? Like anal sex doesn't just have to be about the anus. You can also add, you know, clitoral stimulation into that. You can have a little other action going on vaginally, like whatever's working for you. Have some fun with that. So um, the key, right? We got the key. Things are lubrication. Your body is turned on. You got a position that's working for you. And communication. So please communicate with your partner, um, you know, even if, you know, verbally prior to getting in the bedroom, you can have some safe words going on. Like, um, you know, I, I'm in, I've been in martial arts for years and in martial arts when, you know, pressure's too much, you tap out on the mat. So, you know, tapping out can be a good way to give a key, uh, especially if you're like around somebody who does martial arts or something because they'll know because you're tapping out. They'll go, oh, yeah, yeah, you're tapping out. Um, you can, you know, have a word like stop that's actually effective um, or bananas. That means stop. So, you know, find out something that works for you and your partner that they can understand you, that you can communicate well, um, it, it can be really, it can be incredibly intense. So I highly encourage you to have a conversation about it beforehand. And um, if it's if it's too intense for you, then let the person know. If they're not honoring of you, then walk away, get out and leave. But if they are honoring of you and they actually acknowledge you and what you're asking for, how much fun can you have? 
that's one thing I want to mention um, too is because there has been a lot of violence done to bodies through anal sex. Um, so I get that this could be bringing up a lot of stuff for people just talking about it from a pleasure point. So if you have had violence like that has happened to your body in any way, um, I want to acknowledge you guys for whatever that was and whatever that created for you. Um, and if you'd like assistance on clearing that um, with me or people that I know and you'd like to get in touch with me, I can refer you to people who are really good working with abuse. Or if you just want to talk to me about it, you can do that too. Um, I, I just want to acknowledge that aspect of it um, because I do know that has occurred to a lot of people on this planet and um and I would like to actually start to look at how we can create pleasure on the planet rather than pain. So anything that brought up in your universes, let's for now destroy and uncreate whatever uh, you'll allow to destroy and uncreate on that end with that. So right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pot, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. So even if that just like eliminated 0.0001% um, of the insanity of abuse in your world, I'm glad. And if it destroyed and uncreated more of that, that's great. So um, let's go back to the body and the pleasure of it. So when you're having conversation and you're like, woohoo, this is great, thank you so much, my body's really enjoying this, um, awesome. So now, um, being aware of a few things. So, uh, you know, I was talking about, yes, you get your position, you get your this, now you're going for penetration. One thing to really be aware of is that um, because the anus is so used to having things come out of it instead of going into it, and the muscles are actually triggered to have things push out, when you put anything into an anus, a toy, a penis, a finger, if you actually insert it and then just wait, just wait, 30 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes, some people's bodies take longer, allow the body to relax and open up. Once the body has like relaxed and opened up around whatever it is you inserted, um, then you can actually start to have more of that penetration, like in and out action going on, uh, without it being alarming to your body or stressful to your body. Uh, the intensity will still be there, like the intensity of pleasure will be there. The intensity of like pain or get the hell off of me uh, will not be there. And the in, the desire to poop will probably not be there. Um, though, you know, uh, over, sometimes overstimulation uh, can kind of create that, right? So it can be a shitty experience if you make it that way. Um, and also like, you know, long-term stimulation of that muscle will create that too. So... Uh, if you happen to be, say, for example, constipated and you have a good friend who's willing to help unconstipate you, that's one way to do it, although it can actually do the reverse sometimes too because it can, unless the body's actually relaxed, it can actually make you feel impacted. So um, a few things to be aware of, you know, with bodies. Like if you know that your body, um, you know, had a lot of fiber you know, the morning of or whatever, and you kind of know how your body operates, like, oh, yeah, I just had, um, oh, I'm on a cleanse, and I just had this really great liver thing, and after, 10 minutes after I drink it, I have to go poo, um, you might not choose to have anal sex in that time frame, um, unless, you know, your partner's into having poop on them, which, you know, some people are into that, it's just a point of, it's just a choice, 
cool if you're into it, that's your thing. If you're not into it, then just know that, you know, try not to eat the things that are actually going to create the shitstorm that could happen. So you um, also, you know, spices and things, everything, all these things that would actually stimulate your bowels to get going. Um, that's why I kind of encourage the whole thing of, you know, enemas beforehand, if you can access that, um, is a really great idea. Uh can really assist in, um, especially if it's your first time and, you, you know, you're feeling like, oh my God, that was embarrassing. I'm never doing that again. I feel so ashamed. And you go into all this shame, blame, guilt, blah. Um, start judging the crap out of yourself. This is not going to create more in your universe, guys. This, I'm not asking you to create more in your universe. So anything that's not creating more in your universe, chuck it out the window. If it is creating more in your universe, choose it. So um, if, you know, having an enema before anal sex is going to create more in your universe, choose it. Uh, so I get that this is like a way bigger topic than one hour, but I'm really glad you guys are sticking with this tonight and listening to this crazy-ass topic. So when we come back from break, we're going to get a little bit more into some other things on anal sex. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions? or any question too large. What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich, And tonight, our topic is, how did you end up so anal? And part of the whole 
uh, thing with anal sex is there are so many points of view about it. It's really interesting that um, in some, you know, states still that it's banned, you know, because it's considered homosexual and being homosexual is banned. Um, And lots of parts of the world is actually like completely banned, right? So even having this conversation is huge for the fact that this show goes across the world. I've got like worldwide listeners, um, you know, I've got women in India who write to me and I'm so grateful for you guys. I've got people around the world who write to me and um, really cool because in some of your countries like this actually may be so taboo that it's, it's actually illegal. So if you are choosing it, please be good and kind to your bodies. Good as in have it be kind. <laughs> Not that there's good or bad, but listen to your body, communicate with your body and communicate with your partner with this as well Uh, communication is so so key like oh this is enough stop this like i'm done like the intensity can be a a, you know pretty high so just know what works for you um especially on the receiving end Uh, you're actually in total control of it receivers so if the person who's being the giver of anal is not cooperating with you or is not kind to you you have choice you can walk away and you can leave and if they whatever put up a stink well you know what to do so <laughs> so i put up a stink that was not even intentional as a pun i'm just like the master of them so they just come out of me all the time so between the communication you know really prior to the whole experience will will really be a great gift so really have that communication prior so that you can at least know when uh, when you're done when it's not working for you um and asking the questions you know will this be easy will this be fun will this person be kind to my body you know will they be kind to their body will you know all those questions that I've had you guys ask on so many shows, ask them all. It's still copulation. And please throw in the kindness factor. This is such a key thing. Like, And thank you to Jewel for who actually brought that up in the very start. Like, Kindness is such a factor that we're missing on so many levels when it comes to copulation. Um, and, and even though we think we're gifting pleasure or something, there may be still the lacking of kindness. Um and what does kindness look like for you? So if kindness for you is, is uh, you know, having really rough sex, cool. If kindness for you is having really slow, gentle, um, highly lubricated penetration, cool. What's kindness for you? And have that conversation with your partner because they don't know. They're only going from their experience that, of what's kind for them. So... What is it for you? Because there's such a misunderstanding of it. And we assume that kind is kind. Like everybody gives flowers. That's kind. Not necessarily. Not if you're allergic to them. That would not be kind, right? So just like you could be allergic to flowers and somebody gives them to you thinking it's kind, you you know, giving really gentle sex to somebody could be an unkindness too. So having their conversation and it can change all the time too. So um communication 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 verbal and energetic be aware of the energetic communication that your partner is giving you as well because that is is really key to you so in in my research on anal sex because you know me i just like to get more and more information all the time um i found it really funny that there's been this like huge influx of people who are doing quote-unquote 
uh, virginity by having anal sex instead of having vaginal penetration. Um, you know, a lot of people are becoming hyper Christian or something. And so they're going, oh no, I want to keep my virginity until I'm married. Um, and so instead, they'll do anal sex because it doesn't count because you're not actually, um, you're not actually not having a baby. I'm not sure because none of that makes any sense to me, but that's just my world. Anal sex, vaginal sex, spitz penetration, you're getting penetrated. Just saying. So, I'm not sure. It's such an odd thing in my world. Just my point of view. So, But there is this whole new thing of lots of virgins having anal sex. So, um, it's apparently all the rage uh, with you know, people who are trying to maintain virginity. So that's fun and cute. And what else is possible? So really also trust. Trust that you know who you're with. You know, trusting your partner doesn't mean that um, you think they're the greatest person in the world and would never hurt you. It's trust that you know who they are. So if you know that your partner is not going to listen to you and not stop when you ask them to, be aware of that. Uh, and if you still choose to have anal sex with them, be aware that you chose it and be aware that when you say, I'm done, that they're probably not going to listen to you. That's part of trusting your partner. Trust you, that you know what you know. So trust what you know works for your body. You know, there there is um, like a misunderstanding that people think that you trust somebody and then you relax with them. I trust somebody and I become more aware is what I do not that I don't trust them. It's not that I am judging them. It's like, oh, I'm aware of this. I trust that I know this. Oh, cool. Now I can be more aware. It's where you're not willing to trust your knowing that you start to shut off your awareness. And this is where you can start to end up with a lot of unkindness showing up in your world. So trust that you know what you know about whoever um, you're either copulating with, having play with, um, even just going for lunch with. So trust that you know what you know about these people. So I really want to thank all of you for listening tonight. I'm really grateful for all of the listeners that have come on live, for Jewel for calling in, for um, all of that. And for anybody who would like to like actually see me and meet me in person, you can come to Toronto. I do sessions there. You can come to my home. But also, you can come to a class called Right Body for You that is taking place in Toronto September 16th to 18th. And I'd love to see you there. Contact me for more information. Have a great week. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.